Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? My name is Michael, one of the co-founders of MacroHint.com, and today we're going to be talking about one of the largest auto retailers, really auto parts retailers, uh, auto, auto tools retailers in the United States, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yes, you've probably heard their jingle on the uh, on any form of ad, maybe on the internet or maybe on uh, the TV as well. But jingles aside, we're going to talk about the numbers behind O'Reilly. And the numbers are pretty high for the stock price. Uh, the current share price uh, as of this recording is about $697 per share. Um, as we begin our five-minute stock analysis here, the current market capitalization of O'Reilly Automotive is about $46 billion with a price-to-earnings ratio of 22 approximately. So it's interesting. Um, you know, one of their major competitors, AutoZone, um, is a very high-priced stock as well, just on a price or cost basis per share, not really from a valuation perspective. At least uh, O'Reilly isn't. You know, it's interesting. They're both high-priced stocks, but O'Reilly... Their price to earnings ratio is actually relatively neutral. I mean, in the sense of it's fairly valued or just above fair value, kind of entering the overvalued territory, um, you know, as it relates to price to earnings ratio and kind of the valuation metric that, that is primarily. Um, so just under, you know, the current share price is just under $700. Um, it's a pricey stock, but it doesn't seem that it doesn't have a value behind the price. So that's interesting. And that's good to know. Um, that you know it's fairly you know valued as of right now slightly overvalued but really not, like very marginally so um not enough to make us really tilt our opinion or change our opinion on whether or not you should buy the stock um just knowing that it is a a full and fair price that you're probably going to be paying if you were to buy a share of o'reilly today <laughs> the current uh total assets of the company are about 11.7 billion total liabilities of about 11.7 billion as well, um, which is interesting. Um, they have a lot of stores across the nation, a lot of services that they provide, um, you know, a lot of parts and things like that. So that's actually seems like their debt is relatively high, um, but we're going to look into the more of their, you know, statements to kind of see what's up with that or if there's anything to be concerned about majorly uh, as it relates to O'Reilly's finances. The company's total revenue has remained relatively flat in the uh, from the first quarter of 2021 to the fourth quarter of 2021. About 3.1 billion is kind of the average. Um, well, actually, no, it's actually a little higher than that. About 3.3 billion is probably the average. Um, you know, amongst the last four quarters. Um, so that's fine. Not much growth um, as it relates to uh, total revenues, but. It's pretty flat and consistent. It's fine. Uh, consistency can always be, can, can in many regards, especially in times of turmoil, be a great thing. Um, the company's net income, as we peer over to the cash flow statement, um, has been increasing considerably. Um, in the first quarter of 2021, it was 502 million. Fourth quarter of 2021, it's about 2.1 billion, all increasing throughout the fourth quarter or the last four quarters of 2021, um, which is pretty encouraging as well. Peering over to valuation, like we said, it's pretty, um, you know, fair value, just above fair value right about now. Um, but as we look over to the profitability of the company, the ability to churn out a profit, um, it is fantastic, actually. Um, I don't know what it is about the auto industry. Maybe do a little more research on that. But, um, you know, the auto retail industry, uh, apparently O'Reilly is doing something right because their net profit margin is considerably 
higher than that of the industry's average. The company also offers a dividend, or sorry, it does not offer a dividend. I think maybe another retailer does, um, but no, O'Reilly does not um, offer a dividend. Um, but in terms of uh, looking over kind of the other parts of the finances, they have pretty high returns on equity and assets and investment. So they're doing something really well, um, really good at managing their funds or their finances, um, seemingly so at least, um, and doing a good job of squeezing you know as much profit out as they can. So kind of, it's kind of interesting actually. I mean, as we kind of wrap up the five minute stock analysis of O'Reilly Automotive, it seems like the company is pretty much kind of peaked out in terms of price. Like the price is pretty fair right now, according to the price to earnings and ratio and everything that we've kind of seen so far. The company seems to have a tremendous ability to churn out a profit, to churn out, you know, uh, seemingly solid returns for their shareholders over time, um, and also returns on their assets, equities, or equity investment as well. Um, so we actually, you know, are kind of bullish on O'Reilly generally, kind of in the the big picture long term. However, right now, not might not be the best time. Uh, you might want to wait for it to dip down just a little bit. Um, maybe for a new recessionary period that might be looming, may or may not, um, just to kind of get the price a little bit lower. Um, but again, it's interesting because the price does seem fair as it relates to valuation. So uh, it's a pretty penny for a share of O'Reilly. Um, but there are platforms that offer fractional share, uh, you know, programs like Charles Schwab, I believe, has that program uh, where you can buy like at least a minimum of $5 of a company. So you could be a shareholder, I guess, of O'Reilly uh, at that extent. But, you know, for the people who want to own, you know, flat out shares, whole shares, um, this is a pretty expensive stock. But do your own due diligence, check out the stock. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this stock goes with the macro, the, you know, economy as a whole going forward, both nationally and globally, and uh, how it progresses and how things progress and, um, you know, how the company does and performs in future, uh, you know, times of turmoil and times of prosperity for the economy.